This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at Ping.tv slash gold. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. Welcome to the election edition of the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Folks, how are you today? I hope you all got out there and voted for government because you voted for government no matter who you voted for. Any of those guys you vote for immediately end up becoming government employees if they're not already, if they're the incumbent. Most of them came out of the government to begin with, folks. I mean, come on, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to burst your bubble here, but I am post-political. 2016 was the last election I voted in, and it will be the last election I ever vote in in my entire life life short of us forming a breakaway civilization and starting over then i will actively be involved with that government but right now i just can't do it folks i can't do it i mean look at pennsylvania ladies and gentlemen you end up with what fetterman and oz the election was rigged before the election even happened look at your choices you think that's a choice folks fetterman or oz I mean, honestly, think about that for a minute. So the election was already rigged for you there in Pennsylvania. For everyone else, I mean, come on, ladies and gentlemen. We've reached a point where it should be glaringly obvious that none of the candidates anywhere are going to do anything to restore liberty, freedom, human autonomy, prosperity, and the ability to thrive in this system. They have no interest in doing that. Is anyone running against the World Economic Forum? Is anyone talking about how technocracy is already here? Is anyone talking about the transhumanist experiments, the transitional human experiments, the post-human, anti-human engineering of humanity out of existence experiments that our government is funding that our military is funding that the dod is funding that the darpa brain initiative is funding is anyone talking about the war on humanity that has been waged that has been waged against we mere mortal humans no No one is talking about that, folks. Nothing will change, whether it's red, it's blue, it's purple, or anything in between any of those three colors, folks. Nothing 
nothing will change because either one, the people running have no clue about what's really going on or they are part of it. They are part of it and they are helping to continue to drive forward this technocratic system. Is anyone out there explaining to you that the climate hustle is a complete and total lie, not just something coming out of the left, but for the purposes of continuing to move us toward a full-blown technocracy? No, they aren't. I don't even have to look this stuff up, folks. I don't. I don't even look at candidates anymore or politicians anymore. They are liars. They are puppets. They are owned. Look at Blake Masters at J.D. Vance, completely owned by Peter Thiel, completely owned. Literally work for him, take money from him. He runs their campaigns, completely owned. And their companies where they're working for Thiel are completely embedded with the government. Government contracts up to their eyeballs. So they are government. So you're voting for the government to win the election that the government is asking you to vote in. And everyone gets so happy. People have been sending me pictures all day, uh, family members, Fox News conservatives that uh, break my balls that I don't vote anymore. They send me a picture of their I voted sticker. The same people that will complain about all the children getting participation trophies. What the hell do you think that sticker is? It's a participation trophy. Thank you for participating in today's live action role play theater called election day this is live action role play to make you believe to throw out the illusion of choice i have a choice i voted today well what did you vote for i voted for the republican well what did he say he was gonna do he said he's gonna do this 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 you know who i'll vote for i'll vote for the guy who says he will do nothing I want someone to run for Congress with a giant billboard up and down the streets. I've been seeing them for months now. I don't care if it's at a local level, uh, a state level, a federal level, but a candidate that runs that says, I will do nothing. I want them to promise that they will literally win the election. They will then be sworn in a couple of months later, and then they will go home. And they will just sit at home and eat potato chips all day and not show up. I don't want to see them on TV. I don't want them to have social media. I just want them to go away. It's like John Smith. I promise that if I win, I will go away. And then they just don't show up. They don't do anything. Because when government is voting and they're doing things, they are only limiting your freedoms and your liberties. They are not giving, they are not expanding liberty and freedom. They are taking it away with every vote they make. So I want someone who promises to do nothing, zero. In fact, the perfect candidate would be someone who says, look, guys, I have lung cancer, fatal lung cancer. And if you vote for me, at least according to my doctor, if you vote for me, chances are I will drop dead within a day or two of being sworn in and then my seat will be vacant for the two-year four-year whatever the term is and no one will be there no one will be voting debating or showing up on television no one will be doing town halls you won't be able to get a hold of me because i will be dead you know what I would vote for that guy. I would I would actually get off my ass and go down 
and vote for that guy. But until that happens, I want nothing to do with it. I mean, is there anyone anywhere running on the platform that they will shut down the Department of Education? They will get the government out of the Department of Education. Anyone out there saying that they are going to shut down the IRS? They are going to close the Federal Reserve? No, none of these people exist. Anyone out there saying that they are going to get us out of all these international treaties, that they are going to get us out of the climate change hustle. No, none of these people exist. It's the same old BS. They just use the GOP talking points, either from the state party, if you're running at the local or state level, or from the federal party, uh, the the GOP, if you're running at the congressional level, the Senate level, uh, level and stuff like that. That's it. That's it. They just use the talking points. So none of these people are coming to save you. It doesn't matter if the red or the blue are in control. It's all a facade. The Constitutional Republic is dead. We are under a technocracy. We explained that in episode 83. I think Howard Scott, the founder of the technocracy, was pretty damn forthcoming in 1965 when he wrote the letter that we analyzed where he said that the technocracy was this school of thought. It was this school of science. And so the scientists and the engineers would be trained under this ideology and basically be developing the technocracy all around us at all times. And that's what we're seeing through all the smart products, Internet of Things, Internet of Bodies, satellites everywhere. This is it. It's already been built. And then we have been engineered into it because... They use social engineering to do it. And in a moment, I'm going to get to an interview that Howard Scott did where he explains this so that you can understand, wow, we already are living inside of it. Technocracy is the religion. It's a culture. And so our kids are born into the culture of technocracy, the technology all around us. And we, the people, whether we are the scientists and engineers that have been actively building it, we, the people, have been building it. Every time we buy a smartphone, every time we turn the smartphone on, every time we get on the Internet, we are building it. As Elon Musk said, I think we covered it in early episodes, we are just nodes in the system, in this cybernetic collective. We are the ones providing the data needed to create the system. Well, that system is the technate. That system is technocracy. It's done. It's already here. Which is good that we know this, and I'm glad we understand this now, because now we can recognize the problem. We understand all of the pieces that we can look at now, whether it be the climate hustle that we're covering with Wide Awake Jim, or whether it's COVID land, the high school theater production that Mike Moore has covered with Maria Albanese for the last couple of years, whether it's 9-11 and the Patriot, all these are just chapters. They're just chapters within the Bible, and the Bible is technocracy. It's the plans we're looking at here from Technocracy Incorporated. That's the Bible of the religion. And so these are just chapters in that. They support the idea, the overall theme of the Bible, which is Technocracy Incorporated. That's how it works. And so they slowly usher in more and more of the pieces. Now, I was just having a text conversation between when I recorded episode 83 and now when I'm recording episode 84 with Maria Albanese and Wide Awake Jim. 
And I said to them, I, I think I figured this out, guys. I just did a show in real time. I discovered some information. My brain went into hyperdrive, and I kind of figured this out. And so Jim is doing investigative work in the Bank for International Settlements now. He's been looking at that for years, but now he's putting all the pieces together. And so he said, uh, BIS is basically Tony Soprano. And then Maria said, well, Tony Soprano even answered to the old country. Right, So there were people above Tony Soprano, and that's when I said, well, the technocracy is the Bible, it's the religion, it's the culture. And when we look at all the people, all the bankers we talk about, all the heads of these NGOs, the heads of these committees, these organizations, these people that sit on the top of companies in the form of CEOs, you have to look at those people having already been indoctrinated into the system. That's part of the social engineering. When you take a young teacher, 23, 24, 25, 30 years old, who grew up going through college to become a teacher who was taught in the art of the common core state education system, right? Then that person gets into a classroom and they're teaching the children based on the common core system. That's because they were born into the system. They don't know anything different than the system unless they're doing what we're doing and they're reading, they're educating themselves because they're interested where common core came from. And then they realize that they're in an educational matrix that's totally different than what education started out as. Just like we're figuring out that the constitutional republic doesn't exist. It's been replaced by technocracy and so these bankers and these scientists and these engineers and these ceos they came up through the system they were born into the culture so they know no different than what technocracy is they know nothing else than to continue to build the prison planet that's what they know because that's the culture they grew up in now if you want to work in that world and you don't understand that culture let's say you came from another country over to the united states at least in the old days you would adopt our culture you would learn our culture embrace our culture and then blend in assimilate into the culture well if you want to go work at the world bank or bank for international settlements or the united nations or the world economic forum or work inside of washington dc as a staffer and you came from somewhere else that doesn't have a culture of corruption the culture of technocracy then you learn the culture you embrace it because you want to work and live within that system and so that's what we have right now folks we have people running the system that grew up inside of the system that know nothing else than the culture of the system and so some of them don't even realize they're doing horrible things they've adopted the culture of the technocracy which is complete and total control it is social engineering science. It is a system that controls the means of production and distribution. It controls everything. And as Howard Scott says, they don't need any police in this system. They don't need regulations with this system because it is a system of total control. You have no individuality in there. You own nothing inside of it. You are not allowed to accumulate wealth. Your art, your literature, your creativity don't matter. They are looked at as just a drain on the energy, folks. 
and they have you the human figured out they have you pegged you were just a useless eater a useless consumer of energy because the 10 percent of energy you put in to the system in the form of work based on the amount of food and the oxygen that you take into your system you could never repay the system that's what they say your labor will never repay the system so you are the human engine that's what they call you you're a machine you're a robot you're just an animal a hackable animal to these people back in 1933 they were writing this that is what they think of us and you think going out there and voting is going to change this when the people running for office know nothing about this and all they talk about is policies and laws and regulations and rights and all of this nonsense when they don't even realize folks that the culture has been taken over people have been mind controlled social engineered and programmed to accept this culture that is all around us this technocratic hellhole of a culture ladies and gentlemen and if you used to follow andrew breitbart before i don't know steve bannon may have had a hand in getting rid of him but if you used to listen to andrew breitbart he had said culture uh, politics are downstream from culture, meaning you change the culture and then the politicians will reflect that culture. And that is a hundred percent true, folks. So these people that you're going out and voting for, I take a stand with the late George Carlin. I didn't vote for any of them. You went out and voted. So you are the problem. Whatever you voted for, you voted for government, and you helped install one of these people. I apologize if I offended you, folks, but listen, I'm a little ticked off at all the people sending me, did you vote? Did you vote? Of course I didn't vote. I'm not crazy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let me take a quick break. My name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. The standard in not voting. All right, folks. Now, listen, you know, I, I have people say to me, too, you know, well, you got to vote for the local folks. Listen, let me tell you something. I used to be involved with politics at the local level. It is just as corrupt as the national level. That's just the way it is. And so when I moved here a couple years ago, this happened to be a nice area, I guess, 20 years ago. I talked to a lot of the natives that lived here before all the development went on. It's got a cool downtown, but this is not where my wife and I are going to stay. And so this whole place, I used to have a really nice mountain view out of my window uh the piece of land um, next to me it was bought before we moved here and they just took basically a one acre piece of land and put uh eight giant ugly uh prefab houses on the thing and now it's blocking my mountain view so i always plan to make this sort of a temporary stop and then we're looking um honestly about setting up a base camp in poland and then a base camp probably in west virginia we're still working that out looking at some properties and stuff but i will tell you no i do not and i'm not going to vote in local elections either because 
This whole place is just overdeveloped. Excuse me. There's no one running on a platform that says, uh, if I win, I'll stop all development and then we'll burn down everything that was built in the last 10 years. No, no one's running on that. So what the hell do they have to offer me? Then as far as the school board goes, we're homeschooling our kid, uh, probably back and forth in two different countries. So I could care less about the uh, school board. All right. And then as far as mayor and judges, they're all corrupt. They're all horrible. They have no idea what's really going on with the system. None of them are going to stop this. They're not going to get rid of the sustainability goals that are embedded in all the planning and zoning at the local level, county level, state level. So what is the point in voting for them? I would have to go get active in the local i would not be allowed obviously in the democrat committee they'd hate me i'd have to try to go get involved with the republican committee and i'm telling you they're so corrupt you're going to go there you're going to try to explain this stuff to them they're going to think you're crazy there is really no point so i've withdrawn from the election system in its current form and as i said my energy will be setting up my personal homestead away from everyone else or working with a group of people who want to pool resources and build a sustainable community something like a half amish style community maybe on one end of the property we have a building that's like an office if we have to work we can go down there and there's internet back in our homes it would obviously be your personal choice but you know have no internet in the homes live a free natural life big farm in the middle of the community it's like a csa supported farm everybody owns a share of it and uh and then you go off into the building down on the other side of the property where you do your work and you connect up to the matrix something like that i'm interested in that type of a system because this other stuff to me doesn't matter okay it doesn't matter i'm a refugee living within the former united states of america living in a former constitutional republic i don't know what it is right now but we're in a new normal we're floating around inside of a technocratic system system that hasn't fully declared its authority over us yet but that is quickly coming it is quickly coming so as far as i'm concerned i don't vote if you want to more power to you folks i mean if it makes you feel good it makes you feel like you're part of the system it's nostalgic it makes you feel patriotic because you went and voted the party line republican or democrat and so that makes you feel good that you knew nothing about the candidates except you read a flyer that they mailed you and of course there's six thousand of those in my mailbox so i know they're there and then you read that you said the guy has a nice smile he's got a picture with his wife she's pretty hot he's got three kids it says over here he's a lawyer he must be a nice guy so i'm gonna go vote for him and then you think you did your civic duty or something all right and all you did is you put another criminal into office it's not like he wasn't going to get into office without your vote but i mean you actually helped install a criminal into office and how do we know this because at the end of the day they all turn into criminals they're either criminals or they're con men they're liars they're thieves they're hackers hijackers pirates and uh, gutter snipes as mike would say so i just don't participate in that system because there's no one there who has interest in actually restoring liberty and freedom and human autonomy and cares whether or not i actually thrive and not just survive within this system they don't even understand what the system is so if you said to them well we're in a technocracy they say what's that it's a system of total control they would say oh that's a conspiracy theory while the guy's got three fitbits on his left wrist and he's being tracked all the time i mean this is what we're dealing with here folks all right i want to read you something real quick 
uh, because I, I'm not going to talk about this the whole time. I just got it off my chest because you guys are tagging me in tweets and everything else. You know, the election machines are down and the rigging is going on and they're announcing that the riggers are rigging. And What did you think was going to happen? Why even pay attention to it? Just treat voting like any other day of the week. Go about your business. You know what I did today while everything's closed down? I recorded two shows instead of one. That's what I did on election day. See, I'm making a bigger difference by getting real information out to you guys by sitting here and talking with you folks and texting back and forth with Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Payne podcast on Fridays and with Wide Awake Jim about the information we're putting together so you understand the truth. That's more productive than actually voting. For me anyway. I mean, for some of you, you might be older, you're in your 80s, your 90s, you don't get out much, so you go take a walk up to the school, and you vote, and you come back, and you got some exercise, maybe you just got a knee replacement or something, and it helped break in that new knee, whatever it may be, more power to you, you do you, I'm not criticizing you for it, I'm just explaining to you, I don't take part in live action role play, I'm not doing it, I'm not going out there and being part of this high school theater production where I pretend that my vote for some person that I don't even know actually is going to make a difference. I'm just not going to do that, folks. I would frankly rather wrap my hand in a uh, in a towel and smash it with a meat tenderizer. That would actually be more productive than voting at this point, at this uh, time in our history. All right, let me read this to you because it's good. It goes with the election theme, and then we're going to switch gears and get into the technocracy. But this is from the Technocrat magazine that we reviewed uh, yesterday or earlier today in episode 31. And this was an article I found in there. They do movie reviews. And I thought, wow, this is really fitting for this election day. This says, uh, let's get married. That must have been a movie that came out. I'm not asking you to marry me. Obviously, I have a wife, folks. We have a baby on the way. It says, in this picture, a bit of technocracy hits the screen. The conflict of the plot consists of the interference by politicians with the functioning of the Weather Bureau. The main concern of the political bosses was the arrangement of trades of controlled votes in election campaign for judges. The final choice of these quote-unquote statesmen for judge was a politician whose own mother declared he was brainless. The main concern of the meteorologist was to get an increased appropriation of money to make the Weather Bureau more efficient. Finally, the beautiful daughter of the political boss, through love or something, for the scientist, told him she would influence her father to arrange for an increase in the budget. The movie censor actually allowed the meteorologist to say that he knew that a politician wouldn't give the shine off his pants to help the Weather Bureau, and further, that politicians didn't know anything. And finally, and to our amazement, that when scientists get into control, politicians will be as extinct as the dodo. That would be the dodo bird, saying when scientists get in control, like scientists is the head of the technocracy, then politicians will be extinct. 
It goes on to say, this is good propaganda for technological control, but undoubtedly most of the audience missed the point. They probably concluded about as follows, quote, don't be a poor old scientist who can't get any money. Be a politician and get the dough, end quote. You know, I like the sense of humor there of the technocrats saying that the average person would end up falling on the side of the corrupt politicians. But in reality, we know the scientist is corrupt too. I do think that is funny how they say when the scientists get into control, politicians will be as extinct as the dodo bird. Now, in my opinion, the scientists are already in control. The politicians are already extinct. Right now, they're allowed to exist because they add the chaos needed. They need to keep promoting what the technocrats will call the price system, and they need to make sure the price system actually fails so that they can usher in the full-blown technocracy. We're seeing that right now. But on Election Day, I thought that was very appropriate. I found it to be quite humorous that the technocrats were poking fun at the politicians that they saw as their enemy. But as we'll get into in future episodes, you will see that the politicians and the technocrats actually work hand-in-hand, especially populist politicians or so-called populist politicians who actually run on a message that they're fighting the state or fighting the deep state, fighting the bad guys inside of the state, when actually what they do is they end up getting in there. And then they say, to manage these problems, we're going to then bring in more, more bureaucrats, more scientists, more engineers to actually fight back against the deep state, when in fact the deep state is the state and that whole system is the technocracy. You see, so a Donald Trump might get in, then he brings in a Peter Thiel gives him a bunch of money to run all types of facial recognition and track us all down inside the IRS with his government-started company, Palantir, funded by the CIA through its venture firm, InQtel. You see, so that's how it really works. So a populist candidate like Trump makes all these promises, and then in the end, he just brings in the technocrats who further move forward this whole prison planet matrix system that we find ourselves living in today. So folks, that's it on elections. I'm done talking about elections. I promise you when I get back from the break, I'm going to show you how the technocrats socially engineered us into the technate via the words of Howard Scott in a 1965 interview. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. My name is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 